long-term fasting. I'm the host, Derek Bills. This is where we talk about intermittent fasting and some of the various methods and ways that people use it in their lives. So basically we're going to start here with what is a fast. Uh, so a fast is just a period of not eating. So that's that's basically the simplest form of what a fast is. Uh, so fasting isn't anything new. Uh, humans have been fasting for thousands of years voluntarily and probably even longer involuntarily. So kind of what I mean by that is basically looking through human history is, you know, we had access to food at certain times and then not access to food at other times. So, so you can kind of think back to when we were hunter-gatherers and scavenging for food. Uh, we would have we would have times where food was abundant and you had plenty. You know, after they kill a big animal, kill an elk or a deer, they would have lots of food for that period of time. And then they could go, you know, days, weeks, who knows how long without without a good sustaining meal. So fasting isn't something that's new to the human species, but voluntary fasting is something that's that's a little bit different and kind of more recent. So one of the main reasons I like to bring up, you know, humans evolution in time periods of fasting is is because a lot of people get get freaked out right from the beginning and, and don't dig into it any deeper because of, you know, it's scary just going a time without eating. They think, you know, you'll get headaches, you'll get fatigue, you'll get tired, you'll get ornery. And all those things are generally true in the beginning. Uh, so the first couple of days, those kinds of side effects are perfectly normal because you, you are making a big habitual change. So any of these side effects are perfectly normal when you're talking about completely overhauling your eating time periods and schedules. So, so yeah, most people get kind of freaked out about it, but generally these side effects don't last very long, pretty short-lived, and really aren't that bad. And the benefits, once you get through this stage, once those start to show up, that just makes things a lot easier to deal with. Before I start exploring fasting time periods and kind of the different methods of intermittent fasting, I want to kind of talk a little bit about what happens in the body when you eat a meal. So say you wake up in the morning and, you know, you went all night, say from 8 p.m. until you have breakfast at, say, 8 o'clock a.m., 7.30 a.m., whatever that is. So your body is already in a fasted state. Uh, that's why they call it breakfast for breakfast. So your body's already in a semi-fasted state at that point. So that means that you have low insulin levels in your blood and generally low glycogen levels in your body. So there's not much glycogen inside your liver or inside your muscles at that point. So when you eat breakfast, you'll get a big insulin spike and this helps the cells in the body to drive nutrients into those cells. So after every meal, you get a good insulin spike that generally takes uh, four, four to six hours to get kind of down to what they call baseline, which is your normal insulin level after a meal. Uh, but generally, you don't get down to the fasted level until 12 to 16 hours of fasting. So if you have your last meal at 8 o'clock at night, you know, 12 to 16 hours later is when you can expect all that glycogen to be depleted. So there are a couple different ways that the glycogen can get depleted quicker, and that's if you exercise regularly, your body's going to burn that glycogen a lot faster than if you don't ex exercise. Uh, so that kind of helps to keep that low. And the important thing about insulin and your insulin levels is that 
your body isn't going to burn any stored fat for energy while there is a high amount of glycogen and insulin in the body. So that's kind of the, the method behind fasting is to get your body used to the stage of turning on its fat burning capabilities, which only start to appear after 12 to 16 hours of fasting. So typically, typically when people start, they start out with what's called the 16-8 method, which is 16 hours fasted and eight hours where you eat. So that, that doesn't necessarily mean eight hours of continuous eating. That's not a good idea, but usually start your fast, you know, at the start of an eight hour window and then eat usually two meals is kind of the way to go. So what that plan would look like generally. So generally that would, that would be go to bed, you know, have your dinner at eight o'clock the night before, go to bed, wake up, skip breakfast and start eating. Uh, what that be right around noon. So to get you about 16 hours. So that's kind of the, the basis there. And then you would eat from noon until 8 p.m. would be your window of when you can continue to eat. So that's a basic outline of what the 16-8 method looks like. And that is typically where beginners would want to start. Uh, because anything longer than 16 hours, if it's your first time doing any kind of fast, that can be a, that can be a difficult one to tackle. Uh, yeah, so later, in, in later episodes, we'll kind of cover what happens when you first begin intermittent fasting. Because most of the struggles that people encounter are just at the beginning, and they usually subside after a week or so. So if you can get through the first week of it, if it's something that you really want to do, it's pretty easy to do. But if it's if it's something that's more difficult for you, uh, there's a couple things. There's a few things that you can kind of tweak to make it easier, or you just may not have a strong enough want to do it or you know a strong enough want to make it to make a personal change that's kind of what i found that when people want to do something then it's easy and if they don't want to do it then it becomes kind of difficult and the same goes with any kind of diet program or exercise program or eating schedule and anything like that so a lot of it depends on the want more than the actual difficulty of the subject but but fasting has its challenges there are certain hard parts so not going to say there's not, but, but yeah, we'll kind of go into those in some later episodes. So another popular intermittent fasting style pattern of eating uh, involves fasting for 24 hours once or twice a week. This one I don't have any personal experience with. Uh, I did do the 16-8 method for a long time and haven't tried what is called eat, stop, eat, which is uh, the one I just described. So fasting for 24 hours once or twice a week, which is basically just like if you eat lunch one day, you wouldn't eat again until lunch the next day. Uh, so there's also a, a one meal a day where that's what a lot of people do. It looks a lot a lot like the eat, stop, eat, but it's every single day. So your goal with one meal a day would be to go 24 hours between meals. So you kind of have to be careful with this one. If, you're, if your daily caloric need is 1,500 calories, you do have to find a way to make sure that you can each year 1500 calories in that one or two hour eating window that you set set apart for your your eating time period there so for some people that's easy some people it's not uh, 1500 calories of good food is kind of hard to get so if it's if it's chicken that's a lot of chicken uh, but you do need a good balance of fats and carbs and that but but specific nutrition isn't isn't the goal of this 
So not so concerned with what you eat. I think once you get into fasting, it kind of takes care of itself and you kind of start listening to your body on how you feel when you're eating certain foods and not getting certain nutrients because of your diet. So it kind of works itself out if you really are strict with a fasting schedule and your diet kind of falls into place, at least did for my, from my experience. Uh, so another popular method is the 5-2 diet, uh, which means there's just two days where it's kind of the goal is to restrict calories to five or 600 calories. Uh, I have a little bit of experience with this one, but not a lot. Uh, so you would basically eat your regular 16-8 schedule on the other days, uh, but then two days a week you would kind of try to cut those calories down to five or 600 calories on those days. This method is, is fairly sustainable. It, it kind of focuses on weight loss because you are trying to create the caloric deficit more than just the fasting because there are different, different goals. If you're, if you don't have weight to lose in your fasting, you do have a different set of goals than someone who is fasting in order to lose weight. So this may be more of a case just for weight loss. I, I don't know for sure. Cause I don't have a whole lot of experience with the five two, but I did start intermittent fasting for weight loss, which which is going to be a topic of, I think, the next podcast or possibly the third podcast. So, so I'll kind of go into that whole story on what got me into it and how I got started and how long I've been doing it. And we'll kind of build upon what we learned in this episode. So be sure to listen to that one and we'll keep on continuing down this road. All right, that is it for today's episode. We'll see you next time on Long-Term Fasting.